Exhaustion. Sometimes we get 
angry, get frustrated, or even have emotional, joyful celebrations. In all this, we need a rhythm of pause to stop every now and then to repair the body, to repair the mind, and even the spirit. You know, the seat of uh, attitude to life. We need to rest. We need to reflect. We need to take stock and discern God's purpose for our lives in an established, redeeming way of life. I agree with one Eugene Peterson who once said, Sabbath is done and cluttered time and space in which we distance ourselves from our own activities enough to know what God is doing in our lives and in our lives. Perhaps I cannot put it better than one being bar who sees it this way. The rhythm of work and rest seem to help us function more purposefully and energetically living in the responsive obedience to the pattern God designed for us. So it's important to establish this rhythm. Pause from work to take time to seek God, to search within deep self and in relationship with others, to put things in the right perspective. Secondly, Sabbath is not only about establishing and observing a practical rhythm of work and worship life, but also in realizing that at the heart of the meaning or significance is the call to nurture important relationships. Relationships that powerfully whether we willingly accept it or not, often shapes who we are. Verse 14, in that text, Deuteronomy chapter 5, says, or rather shows that the first of this relationship is that which we have with God. The opening sentence of that verse says, keep the Sabbath dedicated to the Lord your God. It is about God, first and foremost. It is this relationship with God as our Lord that then flows to shaping our relationship with us. This verse is so comprehensive in regard to who should benefit from the Sabbath rest including not only humans, but also livestock. It envisions, it seems, putting into perspective our relationship with the whole of God's creation. Sabbath, it seems, not only helps us order our lives according to God's pattern, but also helps us to find our rightful place and role in God's world. It is in this sense that Jesus, in the Gospel reading that we read, gives us a very helpful, in my view, 
interpretation of the real meaning of Sabbath. That's in the story of the Gospel passage from Mark chapter 2 and Acts of 3. Jesus, in that story, in total contradiction of Jews' rules and understanding of Sabbath, found it necessary to work by healing a man with a stroke. He had a paralyzed hand. He thereby shows that Sabbath is not just about rest for the sake of resting, but it is more so about knowing God and seeking His will and honoring it by being mindful of God's creation, especially of relationship with others. Jesus beautifully elsewhere in the New Testament sums this up in his teaching, teachings of the law as the fulfillment of the law of love. To love God, but also to love neighbor, the other, as we love ourselves. Let me share with you a short story about an elderly lady who lived alone <clears throat> and she went out, locked her house and she went out. While she was out there, a thief broke into her house. A young man, petty uh, thief who steals cash or valuables that he would find, broke into the house. And as he says to go around the house, the lady comes back. She opens the door, not aware that there's a thief in the house. And in panic, this young man realized, oh no, uh, she's back. He was kind of conflicted. She just knocked her down and ran away. But he said, no, I need some time in this house to really search for valuables and money I can get and all that. So it's a small house. He dashed into the bedroom and slipped under the bed. And he said he will hide there under the bed until she goes to sleep, you know, in the evening. And once she's asleep, he would actually take what he wants to take and all that. So this lady, after she had a dinner and uh, did a few other things around the house, she did her shoes and all that, she went to the bedroom and knelt by the bed with her elbows on the bed and bowing down. She prayed as she normally do. She read a verse of the scripture loudly to herself. And then she prayed. And guess what? As she prayed, actually she prayed for the entire neighborhood. She prayed for security, people on the beat. And she prayed also for thieves. And she said, Lord, God, most just struggle and this is the only thing they can do. It's not their will. Deliver them from the evil. Provide for their needs. And guess what? When she said, I offer this prayer in the name of Christ, the young man under the bed couldn't help himself, he answered, Amen. <laughs> so, so surprised and taken aback, she actually stood up and looked under the bed, and there was a young man cowering away under the bed, and he said, Mom, please don't be subtle. I came here to rope from you to steal. 
But that prayer helped me change my mind. I've not changed my mind, but I would like to receive Jesus Christ that he may also change my life. Now this is a true story, and she said, then come out. She gave him a meal, and they had actually over a meal, over the meal, shared a lot about faith in Jesus Christ, and he asked her, please pray for me. That I may live my way outside life and, 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 and receive Christ and live in faith. She did that, prayed for him. And she gave him a fair bus fare to go back home. And that young man is an evangelist now telling that story of how he came to Christ. If that is not Sabbath, you know, by the God and deed touching lives and turning them around, even when he's not now. I wonder what Sabbath is. It is for me keeping the Sabbath holy by word, by prayer, by life and action in our lives. Jesus, here similarly in the story of the gospel, he did not ask the man with paralyzed hand to return another day because it is Sabbath that he could not heal, but he reached out in loving kindness, touching him with the love of God, which healed this young man in more ways than one. This man suffered pain, he suffered limitation. It's a man who had paralyzed hand. He must have been marginalized in his community on account of his disability. It's very likely. If anybody actually needed in that congregation that day a Sabbath rest, it was this man. He needed a rest from pain, from limitations, and from social marginalization, among other things. Jesus sees this man's need. His response is the best celebration of Sabbath by keeping it holy, observing it in a way another human being is loved, is accepted, is heard, is recognized, and in that encounter is healed. That is what it means keeping the Sabbath holy, reaching out to the other, sharing God's love with others. Just being available, accessible to the hearting. Those for whom the rest of Sabbath is only a distant dream, a desire they would wish to have, that they can rest from their pain and struggles and pressures around them. You know, sometimes on a Sunday morning, because it's Sabbath and we want to observe it, we leave the, the house in a rush to get to the church and to observe Sabbath the best way we know how. But right there in our own homes, in our own neighborhood, even in our own personal lives, there may be conflict, there may be anger, hurting relationships, brokenness, rejection, and absence of love. There is no Sabbath rest there. And it is really needed by first turning to God. Not in any particular space. It is important to be with others in fellowship in the sanctuary. But God is there with you every place. And in loving and healing embrace, it means reaching out 
to guide us so that he can prepare us and make us who he wants us to become so that we can in the right way reach out also to others those who are looking for crying out for Sabbath rest and they're not oblivious of the fact that it is not easy often to reach out to others there is that resistance shutting us out or crossing us you want to actually reach out but it may not always be possible others may not actually want to receive that healing there may be so much disappointment anger resentment in their lives that they struggle with and sometimes they just throw rings around themselves and close their others out and all that but such rest is most needed there turning to god first for your own rest and putting right to your relationship with God can help you put in perspective how you can actually reach out to the others who shuts us out. God is able to give much rest, far more than we can ask or even imagine. He is so gracious and loving and able and also to give us the strength, the willingness, fill us with that love in the way it's lacking, but also wisdom in the way that we need to discern and know as we actually journey this Sabbath rest, seek the face of God and reach out to others. That's what it means to keep the Sabbath holy. You know, in our uh, Anglican liturgy, usually at the end we have this dismissal which we say go in peace to love and serve the Lord. The Kenyan version of it actually says go into the world to love and serve the Lord. Love and service is keeping Sabbath holy. In the name of God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.